Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm excited about this one. Today we're going to be talking about motivation. There are so many ways that people look at motivation. There are those people who seem to never be motivated. They can never find any motivation. And then those same people look at other people and think, how are they always motivated? What helps them stay motivated? How can I do what they're doing, right? How can I find some of their motivation? This is something that I get asked so often and also that I hear all the time from people is that they can't get motivated or I'm motivated for a week and then I slip back into normal. But Christy, you're always motivated. How do you stay so motivated? What motivates you? And I have to stop and think. Literally, every time someone says that to me, my first thought is, what am I doing that is making you think that I am always motivated? (laughs) Because I want to stop doing that thing. Because the last thing I want you to think is that I am always motivated. I should have had a conversation with my husband about this (laughs) just to get some maybe funny things that I do or things that I say, um, because he is probably the only one that knows that I'm not motivated, apparently, because I don't show that, I guess, on social media enough. But I am not motivated every day. And A lot of the days, actually, I'm not motivated. I mean, I have to drag myself out of bed. I'm always walking around the house saying out loud, I don't want to do this workout. I'm not looking forward to this. And so it really honestly makes me think when I when someone asks me, how are you so motivated? I'm just my first thought is always, what the heck makes you think that I'm so motivated? But I guess I used to do the same thing. And I think that's I think that's the first problem with motivation is that we are looking at people like myself, whose job is to post on social media about workouts and motivation and you know nutrition and all the things, um, we're looking at someone who, and maybe not even in motivation or um, in fitness, um, maybe someone who is at another you know maybe life goal that you want, and you look at them and you think, well, they're motivated to start their own business or whatever it may be, and you think they're just always motivated. We are looking at other people assuming things, assuming they're a go-getter and they have a plan and they're confident and they're motivated and maybe none of those things are true. So I think that, first of all, we need to keep that in check and realize that, you know, every every human is just a human. They are not always motivated. They do not always want to do the thing. And so it's like figuring out the difference between, yes, maybe you and that person as far as like, how are they getting those things done even when they're not motivated, which is what we're going to talk about today. Um, but stopping that, you know, comparison game altogether, I think would help a lot of that. And maybe just stepping back and realizing too that you're only seeing a glimpse of my life on social media, a very small glimpse of my life and other people's lives. And, you know, it's not that I personally am just putting out things that I want you to see, but I'm, you know, when I post about my workouts, it's just like, here I am getting it in, uh, you know, whether I want to or not, and not maybe explaining the fact that I drug myself out of bed, complain the whole time, and sometimes complaining and or crying through an entire workout. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to get that out there in the open. But 
We just have to figure out how to keep pushing forward regardless of the motivation that we may or may not have. And this has to be lifelong. This has to be a lifestyle where you can take the actions whether you feel like it or not, because point blank, the basis of the story is if you want to change something, you're gonna actually have to change something and probably more than one thing. So for me, what that looked like was changing the narrative. And I say that quite a bit um, on social media and just what I'm talking to my clients is like changing the narrative of making myself a priority. And when I decided that I was going to start working out, you know, my husband and I started working out. We started doing P90X and 13, God, almost 14 years ago. And it was like, this is the kind of person that I am now. I am a person that is, I'm committed to these workouts and this nutrition plan. I'm committed to changing my body. I'm committed to working out when the calendar says that I have a workout to do. And that was that. It was like, I was so, that's, this is a Dave Ramsey quote, but I was so sick and tired of being sick and tired of you know that part of my life that it was like, I am committing to this no matter what. I am now a person that gets my workout in no matter what. I am not a person that has excuses. I'm a person that is going to do this. And it was just It was just that simple for me. And maybe you're not that kind of person. I'm very type A. So if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to damn well try my best. And if I fail, that's fine. But if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to freaking do it. And so that for me was just like, I, this is me now. I'm not a person that sits around and, you know, eats stacks of Oreos at night anymore. I get my workout in and that was it, period. And so for me, it looked like making myself a priority with my workouts and nutrition and no matter what. And so I think that is the next thing that we need to address is that motivation comes from a mindset change and your habits. It does not come from emotions. If my motivation came from my emotions, I would never be motivated because I can always talk myself into sleep. Sleep is like my number one favorite thing to do. Um, always has been. I I do not like getting out of bed in the morning. I love to go to sleep at night. Like I just love sleep. I love just cuddling up. I just love it. So there is not many things in this world that could get me out of bed. I could talk myself into, you know, going for a walk before I could talk myself into a workout. I I mean, just anything I could, I'd rather clean the house, um, rather do anything with my children than work out. I mean, it's just, that's not, my emotions are going to overrule that if I let it. And so it has to be from your habits. It has to be a mindset shift and your motivation has to come from your habits. So make sure that you know those two things. And it does not take like, what, 14 days, I think I heard one time, like it takes 14 days to build a habit. Absolutely not. It takes like 60 to 90 days of doing something habitually for it to become something that is mindless. 60 to 90 days. So don't do a 30-day challenge thinking that you're gonna come out of that, you know, having changed habits. You will not. And I don't know where the 14 days came from. I heard that somewhere a long, long time ago. Um, No, 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 it was 21 days. I think it was 21 days. Either way, it's going to take you way, way longer than that. And so it's going to take you 60 to 90 days to realize that this is habitual instead of coming from your emotions. And so that's why making like making this health journey a lifestyle is so important. And I'm going to I'm going to mark this as number one. I'm going to give you five tips right now on how to find your motivation, how to rely on this from being your habits and not emotions. And so 
Number one is to stop relying on your emotions. And like I was saying, this is why making it realistic is so important because when you make a commitment, you need to do that commitment, but it needs to be realistic. Otherwise, you're going to rely on your emotions. If you are doing things in your health journey that look like cutting out all of your favorite foods and doing workouts that you hate, that's not realistic. And your emotions are very quickly going to tell you you are hungry You are missing your favorite foods because they are good and you were used to eating them and that's your habit and you hate these workouts. And so quite honestly, that is just silly. You cannot make a commitment to do those things that you actually hate and that you that you can't stick with. And so if you're going to do something for 60 to 90 days, it needs to be a realistic plan. This is why I have my ladies track their macros for a week. I give them suggestions on what to eat. We make it something that they can do. They do not cut out any of their favorite foods. We learn exactly what their macros are, what they need to be hitting. We give them suggestions on how to hit those macros. We give them workouts that they enjoy. And then we just make it like you need to do these things every single day for you know X amount of time, 60 to 90 days, and then it will just become a habit. You'll see the changes. It's totally doable. You're not cutting out anything. You enjoy the workouts. And it's a little more simple that way. Yes, it's still hard to change, but you have to stop relying on your emotions. You need to make that commitment and it needs to come from new habits. So that's number one, stop relying on your emotions. Number two, find movement that you enjoy. You will only be consistent if you don't dread your workouts. So finding something that you enjoy is essential. Yes, I encourage you to do less cardio than weightlifting, of course. We talked about this before, to change your body. But you need to add in things that you do enjoy. If you like swimming, if you like biking, if you like running, if you like going for walks, if you enjoy cardio and you enjoy HIT, we need to add those things into your workout routine. They don't necessarily need to, to be the basis of your workout routine because that's not maybe going to get you to the body that you want. If you want to tone up and see muscle and change your body physically a ton and you know really like get shredded, then running is not going to create that result for you. Therefore, you will be frustrated. But you can do the things most of the time that are going to get you the body that you want or the you know the health goals that you want and then add in some of the things that you enjoy. So don't cut out all the movement that you enjoy. Find something that you love. And if some of those movement is just like maybe you don't like going for bike rides but you're a part of this friend group and you love the friends and you love the time away, still do that thing. It makes it so much more of a habit and something that you look forward to instead of being something that you dread. So number 2 is find movement that you enjoy. Number three tip on finding and creating and keeping motivation is to find people that you connect with and surround yourself with like-minded people. That support is a huge deal. If you are making a lifestyle change and you are wanting to stay motivated and you're wanting to be pumped up and excited about this journey and you are surrounded by people who are not supporting your journey and who are partaking in other lifestyle activities that are like the opposite of what you are trying to achieve, that's not going to work for you. And so even if it's like joining my free private Facebook group called Team Christy, search Team Christy on Facebook and join that. Um, for support, just something that's free like that, or get really involved in like my social media page or other social media pages or Instagram pages and other things on social media, other group, other people that you enjoy 
join their communities and be a part of what they are doing. Surrounding yourself with like-minded people is so important. Make sure in your actual life, people... Seems like social media is so much of our life right now, but make sure in the real world you are surrounded by people that are like-minded and that are going where you're going and that support your goals. Maybe they don't have to be doing the same thing you're doing, but they need to realize like, hey, I'm making some lifestyle changes. I'm going to be working out in the mornings instead of, you know, meeting every day for the at the coffee shop. So, you know, make sure that they are on board with what you're doing and supporting you. That's very, very important. Number four tip is to focus on what you want most instead of what you want right now. This was huge for me in terms of getting up early in the morning. And so that's one of the reasons I get asked a lot about my motivation is how do you... When my kids are in school, I get up at you know 5 a.m., whatever, to work out. And that was something that I heard all the time. How do you get up so early? What is your motivation for getting up so early? How do you do that? I did not want to. That was not what I wanted most at that point in time. What I wanted right then was to be sleeping. What I wanted most was to get up early, get my workout done before my kids were even awake. And yes, my kids are even teenagers, so they understand they need to leave me alone for a while. But I wanted to have my evenings open. I wanted my kids to be able to get out of school, do their sporting activities. And if they ask me to do something for them or go somewhere with them, hang out with them, whatever, I wanted to be available for them. And so at first, it looked the opposite of that. I would, you know, get up in the morning at the same time they did. You know, they'd go to school, I'd go to work, they would do their thing. And in the evening, I would think that I'm going to work out. I'd have this workout planned. They would want to hang out, do something, play ball, whatever. And I found myself thinking, shoot, now I either say, no, I can't hang out with you because I need to go work out or I skip my workout and hang out with my children. And so uh, that was not a choice that I was willing to make long-term. And so I decided that in order to be the best person, the best mom, I needed to get that out of the way. For me in the beginning, getting up early and getting my workout in wasn't about like me first and getting that out of the way early, you know, and like eat the frog and all those things that you hear, like get that done early because it's good for your mentality. Those are all true, but for me, and it might look have to look like this for you to get to the goals that you want and make changes. You might have to find something that's in it for you that makes you happiest. So like I said, for me, getting my workout done early in the morning meant that in the evening I could hang out with my family, hang out with my husband, hang out with my children, go for a walk, like do other things that I wanted to do and not have to, you know, be sitting at my kids sporting events like ticked that it went into overtime, or, you know, extra innings whatever because I had to go home and work out like my schedule was affected by their schedule and I just wasn't willing to do that. And so I had to figure out and start focusing on what I wanted most, which was, yes, a banging body. I want good health. I want to hang out with my family in the evenings. And so I'm willing to get up early and get that done. And like that had to be more effective than what I wanted right now, because right now what I wanted to do is just sleep in. And so Figuring out what you want most, not what you want right now. Right now, what you might be wanting is, you know, to eat those Oreos and to just totally go off track and to blow it and you don't care and you want to watch TV and, you know, right, you want to whatever those things are that you want to do in that moment that like for me, that also looked like like I was saying earlier, I'd rather clean the house. I'd rather hang out with anyone. I'd rather call a friend. I'd rather do pretty much anything rather than get my workout in. 
in those moments, I need to figure out, okay, what am I wanting to do right now? These things, what do I want most? I want to go to bed feeling fulfilled and happy and proud of myself. And I want to see that I'm making changes and that I'm on the right track. Which one will make me happier long-term? Always the workout. And so figuring out what you want most, not what you want right now is number four. Number five, this is just a little smack in the face, some tough love. Just freaking do it. (laughs) Stop making health a choice. For me, this is, like I said, this is this is for me like when I make a decision, I'm just going to do it. That has to be at the end of the day how you feel. These other things are absolutely amazing and they're so true and they're things that will help you along in your journey, right? Number one, stop relying on your emotions. Number two, find movement that you enjoy. Number three, find people that you connect with. Find some support. Number four, focus on what you want most, not what you want right now. And number five, just do it. At the end of the day, all of those things, one through four, matter so much. They're so important. But if you don't just do it, then those other things don't matter. At the end of the day, it's all about stop making health a choice. You need to stop making it an option. It's not optional for you to get your workouts in. It's not optional for you to start eating healthier and taking your gut health seriously and taking care of yourself and moving your body. I think that so often we just make it a choice and it's really not. Honestly, what separates people from you know sitting on the couch wondering, how do those people have motivation? How do those people have the body that I want? How are they doing the thing that I want to be doing? What is the difference between them and me? The difference, honestly, literally is that they just did it. Because I remember being that person wondering, how is that person doing X, Y, and Z? Why can't I do it? And when I literally said to myself, you are a person now that follows this plan. You are a person that works out in the evening at first. And then you are a person that works out in the morning. You are a person that makes better food choices more times than not. You are a person that thinks positive more times than not, period. It stopped becoming a choice for me it was not optional. It just is what it is. And so I think number five is my favorite because it comes down to just doing the damn thing. Stop thinking about it. Stop making it a choice because it's not. And so all of those things matter so much. Finding a plan that you can stick with is the last thing that I want to talk about. Knowing exactly what you need to do when you need to do it takes out so much of the guesswork. How many, how many hours a week do you spend Googling fitness and recipes and keto and, you know, different MLM shake companies to maybe help you with things and, you know, intermittent fasting and just all of these things that have to do with health? How much time do you spend searching for the next best thing or trying to figure out how to find motivation? Um, All of those things like having a plan takes the guesswork out and it helps you to be able to spend time actually doing the things that matter rather than spending time on the internet, Googling and guessing. And so that is my favorite part about my job is when someone is struggling and they're a client of mine and they can come to me and say, hey, I'm really struggling today. I don't know where to start. I blew it with, you know, at lunch today and I'm feeling really bad about X, Y, and Z. And I can just say, this is what you need to do and help them along. And most of the time, what they need to do is just stop thinking and get back on track right now. If you're thinking about skipping your workout that day, don't. It's right there in the app. You open up my app, you see what your workout is for the day, and you just do that. You start hitting your macros, you drink your water, 
journal if you love to journal, get outside for a walk, but you just need to start doing the thing. And having someone in your corner is so important. It's so helpful. And having that plan to follow so that you're not just struggling and wondering what to do. I think a lot of time, our lack of motivation comes from our lack of knowing what to do. It's our lack of planning and execution. We're stuck wondering, is this even going to work for me? So what's the point? And when you have a plan and you're doing that plan and you're seeing results, it's easier to stay motivated because you're doing the thing and you're seeing the results. And so all of these things work together to make motivation something that's achievable for everyone. So if you have a friend that is constantly saying they're unmotivated, or if you and a friend are always talking about how you're constantly unmotivated and you wish that you had motivation and you're wondering how to get motivation, I know that this episode helped you. Go back and listen to it as many times as you need to. I know for me, it takes a few times for things to sink in. And be sure to share this episode with your friends so they can stay motivated, keep you motivated, and you can do some teamwork there as far as reaching your goals. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.